Peace be unto you, brothers and sisters. I am your host, the Apostle Reuben. In this short podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about the devil. I'm going to be using scripture, brothers and sisters. And when you use scripture, you'll find out something that you are unaware of all the time. And thank God that you were able to go through these scriptures to find out things that your preachers in the Sunday church will never teach. And um, how many people, brothers and sisters, are being influenced by these preachers? And how these preachers are not only blaspheming the Holy Ghost, but they are making the Bible a book of mysticism. That's a dangerous thing, brothers and sisters. They have taken a lot of lives doing this. So on this short podcast episode, I'm going to be going over the devil. Who is the original devil? And does it change by the time we get from the book of of Genesis, I should say, by the time we get to the book of Revelation? Stay tuned. All right, brothers and sisters, welcome back to another podcast episode where we will be using the scriptures to talk about the devil. Before we go into it, brothers and sisters, I'd like to start in the book of Genesis chapter 1. Now, before you understand who the devil is, you will have to understand the creation. It's very important that you understand the creation before we can go uh, diving into Genesis chapter 3. Because this is going to be a short podcast episode, so I'm not going to be able to go in detail the way I wanted to as if I were doing an hour, an hour and a half. But for right now, um, I decided to go into um, a shorter version of my podcast episodes to set you up later, brothers and sisters, when I go into it in more depth. Genesis chapter 1 verse 3. I'm going to start there. Genesis chapter 1, verse 3 says, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Verse 4, And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Now, brothers and sisters, I'm, 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 I'm going to show you something that many preachers don't do. I'm going to jump over. We're still going to stay in um, Genesis chapter 1, but I want to go over to verses 14 and 15. It says, Genesis chapter 1, verse 14 says, And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of heaven to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of heaven to give light upon the earth, and it was so. So, brothers, I'm going to tell you something. What's presented in Genesis chapter 1, verses 14 and 15, is the sun and the moon and the stars. But in Genesis chapter 1, verse 3 and 4, the light and the darkness are not talking about the sun and the moon and the stars. It's talking about something else. Let's define what it's talking about. Let's get 
a couple of scriptures. Let's get the book. Let's let, let, let's first do the light. Let's get the book of Proverbs chapter six. Proverbs chapter six, verse twenty-three, brothers and sisters. Then we're going to read another one. Proverbs six, verse twenty-three. It says, "For the for the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light." And reproof of instructions are the way of life. The Bible says the law is light. The law of God is actually light, brothers and sisters. The book of Psalms chapter 119, excuse me, 119. The book of Psalms chapter 119 verses 119. This is David saying the same thing his son Solomon is going to say. Thy word, which is the law, is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So we know, brothers and sisters, that the light is law. Now, let's look at darkness. Let's get the book of Proverbs. Proverbs. Chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. We're going to read verse 19. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 19 says, The way of the wicked is as darkness, and they know not when they stumble. Darkness, brothers and sisters, the way of the wicked, the wicked are those that keep not the commandments of God. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 4 again. They that forsake the law praise the wicked. But such as keep the law contend with them. And that's what we do. We contend with these Sunday preachers who tell you that the law is done away without going from Genesis to Revelation to prove it. A couple of scriptures from Paul is not going to do it. If anyone believes in a few scriptures from Paul instead of the company, as I mentioned in Psalm 68, verse 11, they really don't care about salvation or the Bible or reading reading it anyway. They're pretenders, as it says in Philippians 1.18. They listen to preachers that preach the Bible in pretense. Not in truth, but pretense. They pretend to teach you about Jesus. They pretend to teach you about the things of Christ. Instead of showing you, as I am today, the differences between one part of the scripture and the other. Let's get the book of um, Proverbs 2.13. We're going to Proverbs chapter 2, verse 13. It says this. Who leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. What is uprightness? Psalms 119. Let's look up. See, brothers, I'm showing you this is how you have to do it. Because as children in the Bible, if you don't know what it means to be upright, then a pastor can use that and say that we're upright, but he never showed you in the Bible. You think you're upright, but. You never went for the testimony of the book. 
Psalms 119 verse 7 says, I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteous judgment. So to be in uprightness, you have to be in judgments. The judgments are the laws. Proverbs, 2, Proverbs chapter 2 verse 13 again, who leave the paths of uprightness, which is God's law, to walk in the ways of darkness, sin. So when we go back to Genesis chapter 1, verses 3 and 4, we're going to read it again. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. So the darkness is sin and the light is the law. What does he mean good? Let's go back and look at Romans chapter 7, verse 14. Romans 7, verse 14. Let's look very carefully, brothers and sisters. No, I want, I want uh, Romans um, chapter 7, verse 12. Excuse me. I was not looking for the law is spiritual. I was looking for good. Excuse me, brothers and sisters. What I wanted was Romans 7, verse 12. It says, wherefore the law is holy. And the commandment holy and just and good. So the law is good. That's why he says that he separated, he saw that the light, it was good. God's judgments are good. Nehemiah 9. Nehemiah. And if I'm going too fast, brothers and sisters, to where you can't you know, exactly turn at, to the scriptures as I do it, as I do, you know you can pause and um Find the book to read along. Nehemiah 9 verse 13 says this. Thou camest down also upon Mount Sinai and spakest with them from heaven and gavest them right judgments and true laws, good statutes and commandments. So the commandments are good. And the reason why I started here, brothers and sisters, is because what I want to do is I want to set up that law and sin were the first thing God created. Psalms 45. Psalms 45. Let me prove it. Psalms 45. No, brothers and sisters, instead of going to Psalms 45, I'm going to go to Isaiah. Because I was going to go to some, I was going to go to Psalms 44. Let me go to go ahead and go to Psalms 45 anyway, and then I'm going to go to Isaiah 45 also. 45 on 45. Psalms chapter 45, verse seven says this: Thou lovest righteousness and hateth wickedness. Therefore, God, thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. See, the Bible says in Psalms 45, verse 7, thou loveth righteousness, which is the law, and hateth wickedness. So, right away, brothers and sisters, we understand that God loves good and hates evil. Wickedness, remember, if you if you if when you want to understand what wickedness is, Deuteronomy 17, verse 2, I'm going to show you the exact same word. Because remember, Christ said that, that man should not live our bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So we're going to look at Deuteronomy 17, verse 2. 
If there be found among you within any of thy gates which the Lord thy God giveth thee, man or woman, that hath wrought wickedness in the sight of the Lord thy God in transgressing his covenant, his laws. So wickedness is sin. Now let's get Isaiah 45, verse 7. Isaiah, I'll wait for you to turn there. But the point of but the point of Psalms 45 verse 7 is the Lord hateth right the Lord loveth righteousness and hateth wickedness. He loves the law, he hates sin. But watch this. Now let's go to Isaiah 45 verse 7. Watch this. Isaiah 45 verse 7 says, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and I create evil. I the Lord do all these things. The light was law, darkness was sin. Peace comes from the law. Psalms 119 verse 165, great peace have they that love thy law. Nothing shall offend them. So you get peace from the law. And I create evil. I create evil. Watch this. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 21. Let's read the Bible. Evil pursueth sinners. When the Bible says evil pursueth sinners, that means that evil will always be with a sinner. But to the righteous, good things shall be repaid. So the first thing we want to do is we want to understand that good and evil has been created. Now, let's go into the book of Genesis, chapter 3. I'm going to show you that the original devil was not a spirit in the garden, but it was a man that followed, by choice, evil. Watch this. I'm going to go real quick. Now, during the time of the judgments from, um, I would say, verse 11 of chapter 3 and down, I'm going to show you something. Chapter 11 down. Where I'm going to go is verse 14. Watch this. Verse 14 says, And the Lord God said, Now I did this in a previous uh, podcast episode, but I'm going to just review it real quick. And then hopefully I go over all Genesis in a podcast episode one day, brothers and sisters, because it is a parable. You need scripture from the Bible to understand the parable. Verse 14, And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. Now, I told you once before, brothers and sisters, and I told you again. In the Bible, God is going to cover himself. You're not going to be able to mock God, as it says in Galatians 6 and 7. Christ said in the book of Luke, I'm going to show you this right now. Christ said in the book of Luke, we need to remember, you you, you have to keep the thought and the meditation there with you each time you're in the Bible. Christ said in Luke 20, 
verse 36, neither can they die anymore, for they are equal unto the angels and are children of God, being children of the resurrection. Angels cannot die. I don't care if it's a good one or a deceiving one. Let me show you the example of God sending a deceiving angel. Because, brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you something. When you start to going into the book of Revelation, and they start talking about the war in heaven, if you're not understanding who the devil is first, by the time you get to Revelation, chapter 12, 10 down, you're going to be thinking it's a spirit. But I'm going to show you that the spirit enters into a man and he is the devil. Let's look at the book. And let me show you. Watch this. Let's get the book of First Kings. No, excuse me. First Samuel. First Samuel. I'm going too fast for myself. Let's get the book of First Samuel, chapter 16 and verse 14. Watch this. First Samuel 16, verse 14. Because, brothers and sisters, good and evil exist, but it is upon the man's choice to commit these things. He is the manifestation of these things. And before I read um, 1 Samuel 16, verse 14, I want to go to 1 John 3 and 8. 1 John 3, verse 8. Because, brothers and sisters, this podcast has to, at least would have to be, I would say, two hours long to get the complete understanding. There's a lot to cover, but I'm going to go the short route. I'm going to show you. Watch this. 1 John 3 and 8 says this. He that committeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. The devil that sinneth from the beginning was a man. That's why the Bible says, Dust thou shalt eat all the days of thy life. Spirits, angels do not die. They never did. Man dies. So the original devil was a man who done the will of evil. That's why God told Cain, I'm going to go, I'm going to go here after I finish 1 John 3 and 8. It says, He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning, telling Eve that she would not die, but she shall be as the gods, which in another podcast episode, I will explain to you that the gods were talking about judges. You shall rule, Eve. That was a desire. As it says in First Peter, no, First Timothy 5 and 6, she that liveth in pleasures is dead while she liveth. See, these women live in pleasures that man give them and turn away from God 
And then when it's brought out, these women are saying, well, that's an interpretation. No, Eve fell for the same thing. Getting the power from a lie like they do today. They empower women with a lie. But when judgment comes, Eve is going to do the same thing she's done since the garden. Blame the serpent, but it's going to be far too late. First John chapter three, verse eight again. He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. The original devil was a man in the garden that deceived Eve. First Samuel chapter six, verse 14. Now watch this. I'm going to show you that the spirit of the Lord can depart and another spirit can come upon you. But that spirit comes upon you and the man commits the evil. Not a spirit going around here committing evil. The man commits the evil. First Samuel 6 verse 14. But the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and an evil spirit, which is the devil, from the Lord, which came from God. Remember, Isaiah 45, verse 7 says, I create the light and darkness. If I created the light and darkness, I also control the light and darkness. So, brothers and sisters, there is no war in heaven. The devil went against God. No, the devil that went against God, you're going to find out, is man. That's what Revelation 12 is talking about. Man tries to excuse himself from being the devil, but he is. Watch. And all, this, all the devil means, brothers and sisters, is deceiver. That's what it means, a deceiver, a man that deceives man. A spirit is not down here deceiving us. A man with an a man that has that spirit within him deceives you, which makes him the devil. That's the same man that was in the garden that deceived Eve. A spirit, a snake, did not deceive Eve. A man did. The book of 1 Samuel 16, verse 14 again. But the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and eat and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. Verse 15, And Saul's servants said unto him, Behold now, an evil spirit from God troubleth thee. Hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to drop down. I'm going to drop down for time's sake. You can read this on your leisure to verse 23. And it came to pass, We're going. To, this is verse 23, And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul, that David took an harp and played it with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. So easily a spirit of evil can come upon a person to make him commit transgression. Job chapter 12. Job chapter 12, 
Job chapter 12, verse 16. Job chapter 12, verse 16. This is talking about God. Listen closely. It says, with him is strength and wisdom. The deceived and the deceiver are his. Not only is the deceiver his, but also they that are deceived by the deceiver. Because remember, brothers and sisters, remember, brothers and sisters, a lot of a lot of people will be like, they always ask childish questions. Well, why would God send deceiver? No. God is a God of choice. To ask why God would have it this way, why he would have deceiving spirits. Because remember, I already read to you, brothers and sisters, Psalms chapter 78. Psalms chapter 78. Verse 49, it says, he cast upon them the fierceness of his anger, wrath and indignation and trouble by sending evil angels among them. So when the angels are sent among the people, the people manifest his will. Let me show you that. Let's get the book of, I'm, I'm going to show you a scripture real quick. I'm going to get the book of, of um, 2 Samuel 24. Now I'm going to go into two scriptures. I'm going to go into two scriptures and they both are the same. You can read these scriptures at your own leisure because like I said, folk could take two, three hours if I was just reading scripture. But I want to, I want you to go to 2 Samuel chapter 24 and verse 1. 2 Samuel 24 verse 1 says this. I'm going to read two verses. 2 Samuel chapter 24 verse 1 says, And again the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he moved David against them to say, Go number the children of Judah. For the king said to Joab, the captain of the host, which was with him, go now through all the tribes of Israel from Dan, even to Beersheba, and number ye the people, that I may know the number of the people. Now, it was not lawful for David to number the people. But instead of getting into that, I want to go into First Chronicles. I'm going to show you the exact same scene in first chronicles <coughs> excuse me brothers and sisters i'm going to show you the ver the same exact scene watch this first chronicles 21 verse 1 here is the exact same scene as you saw in 2 Samuel 24, verse 1. Watch this. 1 Chronicles 21, verse 1. Watch the wording. 
and Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David to number Israel. Now remember, in Second Samuel 24, verse 1, it said, God, in Second Samuel 24, verse 1, says God. First Chronicles 21, verse 1, the same situation, the same story. It says Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David to number Israel. And David said unto Joab, go to the rulers of the people. Uh, to uh, let me read that again. And David said to Joab and to the rulers of the people, Go number Israel from Beersheba even to Dan, and bring the number to of them to me that I may know it. Now, watch what Job says in verse 3. And Joab says, The Lord make his people an hundred times so many more as they be, but my Lord the king. Are they not all my Lord's servants? Why then doeth my Lord require this thing? Why will he be a cause of trespass of Israel? So David, through a spirit God sent, is going to execute the trespass. Numbering the children of Israel was a trespass. He's going to do it. Watch this. Psalm chapter 109. Now, even though David wasn't a wicked man, he was a man after God's own heart. As Saul lost the spirit of the Lord, and an evil spirit came unto him, David also would lose the spirit of the Lord. Because in 2 Samuel 23, verse 2, the spirit of the Lord was in David. But that spirit can go away and Satan can possess him then. Psalm chapter 109, Psalm chapter 109, verse 6. Set thou a wicked man over him. Wicked man is an unlawful man, trespasser. And let Satan stand at his right hand. When he shall be judged, let him be condemned and let his prayer become sin. See, brothers and sisters, <clears throat> the devil is not just a you know what i say an invisible force no the devil is executed by man stay tuned brothers and sisters i will return after this short break welcome back brothers and sisters before the break we were talking about um the manifestation of evil being in man the devil I want to go to the book of Isaiah. Now, many, many preachers would read this and they would say, the devil, you know, just some, you know, the spirit of the devil 
And you'll sit back and watch these ministers and people commit the acts of sin, and you would never consider them the devil, as long as they take it off them. Isaiah chapter 14. I'm going to read verses 12 to 14. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12 says, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? Now, brothers and sisters, I'm going to go over this. Now, when, when, this will have to be a podcast in itself going over Isaiah chapter uh, 14, verses 9, all the way to 22. It will have to be his own podcast. But I'm just going, I'm touching the basis. So they say this is Lucifer. This is a spirit that is doing this. Oh, out thou have fallen from heaven. Let's go to the book of Lamentations 2 and 1. Now, brothers and sisters, I told you before, the Bible, and before we do that, let's go to 1 Kings. 1 Kings. Because I have to conclude this. I'm just giving you a startup, brothers and sisters. 1 Kings 8, verse 27. 1 Kings 8, verse 27 says, But God will indeed, now I want you to listen. 1 Kings 8, 27. But will God indeed dwell on earth? Behold, the heaven and heaven of heavens cannot contain thee. How much more less this house that I have built it. Now, I want you to understand something, brothers and sisters. It said the heaven of heaven of heavens. That is described best in where I'm going now. Let's go to the book. Of Second Corinthians. Because brothers and sisters, I'm going to show you why these things are written in the Bible but never explained. Second Corinthians 12, verse 2. I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago, whether in the body I cannot tell, or whether out of the body I cannot tell. God knoweth. Such a one that such a one caught up to the third heaven. There are three heavens. One is where God dwells. One is the sky. And this is the other one. Let's go to the book of Leviticus chapter 26. Leviticus chapter 26, verse 19. Leviticus 20, 26, verse 19 says, and I will break the pride of your power. Your power. I want you to understand the word power. And I will make your heaven, which is your power, as iron. And your earth is brass. Verse 20. And your strength shall be spent in vain. For your land shall not yield her increase. Neither shall the trees of the land yield their fruits. Verse 21 is the key. Besides, verse 19, and if ye walk contrary unto me, I will not hark and will not hearken unto me. I will bring seven times more plagues upon you according to your sins. So if we transgress the law, God would take away the power which was called heaven. Let's confirm that. 
Let's get the book of Deuteronomy 11.21. Because when you see heaven, when, when someone's fallen from heaven, you've never known that, it, that there are three heavens. Which heaven did the sun of the morning fall from? You're going to see as we read. But first, I got to put you up on this. Deuteronomy 11.21. It says this, that your days may be multiplied and the days of your children in the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers <clears throat> to give them as the days of heaven upon the earth. See, the heaven would be given to the children of Israel if we diligently kept the commandments, which talks about, which goes on further into verse 22. So I'm talking about the sky. The heaven is talking about rulership. Psalms chapter 89. Psalms chapter 89, verse 29. Verse 28 through 30. Psalms chapter 89, verses 28 through 30. Let's read it. My mercy will I keep forever for him. And my covenant shall stand fast with him. His seed also I will make to endure forever. And his throne as the days of heaven. See, brothers and sisters, reading the Bible, you can see that, understand. You got to read the Bible in order to understand it. Verse 30. If his children forsake my law and will not walk in my judgments verse 31 i'm just going to go ahead and read it if they break my statutes and keep not my commandments verse 32 then i will visit their transgression with the rod and their iniquity with stripes see he will punish us seven times more they said the exact same thing brothers and sisters and leviticus chapter 26 21 so let me ask you a question. If Israel, wait a minute, let me, let me read one more scripture to you. Now remember, when you read, um, when we read Isaiah 14, verse 12, it said that Lucifer has fallen from heaven, which is the, uh, the son of the morning, the light bringer. Now, not only does the good have the light of God, but also the evil have a light. Like we read in Proverbs chapter 13, verse 9. It says this, The light of the righteous rejoiceth, but the lamp, which is the light of the wicked, shall be put out. See, this, the wickedness have a light also. And it is the light of their own way. Not the light of the Bible, but their light. That's why you're going to see, as we read Isaiah 14, that this is not talking about a spirit, but a man. Watch this. Lamentations chapter 2, verse 1. It says, How the Lord covereth the daughter of Zion, which is Israel, with a cloud in his anger, and cast down from heaven unto the earth the beauty of Israel, and remembered not his footstool in the day of his anger. See, the heaven 
that they were cast down from. The heaven this Lucifer was cast down from was not the third heaven. It was power. He was His power was cast down. Now, he got his power because we, as Israelites, didn't keep the commandments. So if heaven is not with us, it's with them. The wicked man. Watch this. Watch this. Verse 13 of Isaiah. Verse 13 of Isaiah 14. But wait a minute. Let me read verse 12 one more time. Then I'm going to go to verse 13. It says, how, how art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? Now, this particular son of the morning weakened the nations. Habakkuk 2. Habakkuk 2. Watch this. Habakkuk 2. And we're going to read... Verse 5. It says, Yea, also because he transgresseth by wine, the proud man neither keepeth at home who enlargeth, who enlargeth his desire as hell, and as death cannot be satisfied, but gathereth unto him all nations, and heapeth unto him all people. So this ain't talking about no spirit, he's talking about a man. Michael 2 and 1, real quick. Michael 2 and 1. See, you keep thinking this is a spirit, brothers and sisters. No. This is a man. Because, because I could I could easily go to Isaiah chapter 14, verse 16, and says, They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble, that did shake the kingdoms? The man. Just like it was in the garden. The original Satan was man. But they want to try to move it to a spirit. Let's get Michael 2. Michael chapter 2 verse 1 says this. Woe to them that devise iniquity and work evil on their beds. When the morning is light, they practice it because... Because it is in the power. Remember, Israel had the power in the book of Leviticus 26, 19. But if they didn't keep the law, other nations would have the power. And it's saying it in Michael 2 and 1. Because it is in the power of their hands, and they covet fields and take them by violence. Who did that? We know Caucasians did that to our people, the North American Indians, and other lands. And you just don't know, brothers and sisters, all over the world, the children of Israel exist. And the same theme has been in the game. Conquer, take land. And they covered fields and take them by violence and houses and take them away. So they oppress a man and his house, even a man and his heritage. That's why we don't know who the true children of Israel are today, because they have oppressed 
the houses of the true Israelites and have taken and buried the heritage. The first part of the heritage was the law. The identity was law. If they remove the law, then we will never discover the identity of who the children of Israel are truly, or I should say, who the children of Israel are truly, we will never discuss or never discover or never know without the law. They want, that's why they remove the Old Testament in these churches. That's why they try to tell you the Israelites are done away. Lie after lie. Let's move on. Verse 13 of Isaiah 14. For thou hast said unto in thy heart, I will ascend up into heaven. See, see, I will ascend. Watch this. Let's look at Matthew 11. Matthew eleven twenty-three. 23. Real quick. Matthew 11. Because they think this, they just, nobody ever reads the Bible. Matthew eleven twenty-three says this. Christ is talking. And, and thou, Capernaum, which was a city, which are exalted unto heaven. Was they really in heaven? No, they were exalted unto power. And thou shalt be brought down to hell, which is a condition. For if the mighty works which were which have been done in thee have been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. The mighty works of Christ. So this heaven, they talk about it in the sky. This heaven is talking about power. Watch this. Verse 13, Thou said of thy heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. Who are the stars of God? Above the stars of God. Let's look at the book of Judges chapter 5. See, brothers and sisters, you must understand who the stars of God are. The stars of God, Judges chapter, now when you read from verse 13, it t and verse 14 through 20, it's going to name, verse 14, Ephraim, Benjamin, Zebulon, verse 15, Isaac, Reuben, verse uh, 17, Dan, Asher, 18, Zebulon, Naphtali. Verse 20, it says this, they fought from heaven, the stars of God and their courses against Caesarea. So Caesarea, Caesarea, the Bible says the stars fought from heaven. Who are the stars? The children of Israel. Genesis chapter 37. Genesis chapter 37. Let's read it. It says this, Genesis chapter 37, verse 9. And he dreamed yet another dream, and behold, the brethren said, and he told it to his brethren and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to me. Obeisance to me. Obeisance to me. Who is he talking about? Verse 10. And he told it to his father and his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, what is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come and bow ourselves unto thee, to the earth? 
See, the stars were the children of Israel. Deuteronomy 1. Deuteronomy 1. Verse 10 says this. The Lord your God hath multiplied you, and behold, ye are this day as stars of heaven for multitude. <coughs> Excuse me, brothers and sisters. God compared the children of Israel to stars. It says this. And we're continuing in verse 14, in, verse, in chapter 14 of Isaiah, in verse 13, when he says he will set his throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. Psalms 48. Psalms 48, verse 2. It says, beautiful for situation, the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion on the sides of the north, the city of the great king. So <clears throat> this man exalted himself above the children of Israel. This ain't talking about no spirit, brothers. It's just talking about a man. Revelations 2 and 9 says, I know the blaspheming of them that say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. See, these people, which many say are the Caucasian people, have taken the true identity of the black Hebrews, the brown and light-skinned Hebrews, and in their power made themselves the people of God. Verse 14. It says, for I will ascend above the height of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Now, brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you something. When he's, when it says, I will ascend above the clouds, what you have to realize is that it's not talking about, when it says about above the height of the clouds, you got to think. Who went above the height? Of the clouds and how what you're looking at brothers and sisters is called space travel remember verse 16 says is this the man that did shake kingdoms this is not talking about a spirit but they're going to say to you well that's the spiritual demon saying no That's why Psalms 83 verse 2 talks about them hiding the council of Israel. They want you to be a Baptist, Pentecostal, Methodist, all of that. They do not want you to see yourselves as the children of Israel. This was just a short podcast episode, brothers and sisters. I'm going to go deeper into it. Stay tuned and all praises. <laughs>